Armoire makes getting dressed easy. With a clothing rental membership from Armoire, you can build the perfect wardrobe with brands that are high quality, unique, and recommended just for you. All you have to do is take a five-minute style quiz and select items from your dynamic, personalized closet. The styles will show up at your door in as little as two days. Then when you're ready for new clothes, you just swap them out for more new-to-you styles. Since having kids, I have kind of lost my personal style and I'm using Armoire to help me find it again while trying out different brands and styles without having to add more physical stuff to my wardrobe. And I have a few events that are coming up that I know I am going to want some fancier items to wear than the items that I own. And I don't really wanna go shopping for items that are going to sit in my closet without being worn after that one day. I hate the waste that that creates and I love that Armoire allows you to rent high quality designer clothing for any occasion and then send it back. I'm just really grateful that I have Armoire to help me dress for the occasion without having to add something to my closet permanently that I know I'm only gonna be wearing once. Right now, my listeners can give Armoire a try and get up to 50% off their first month. That's up to $125 off. Just visit armwire.style slash minimalish. That's armwire.style, A-R-M-O-I-R-E dot style slash minimalish to get up to 50% off your first month and never worry about what to wear again. Try Armwire today. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This episode is supported by FX's Clipped, the scandalous story of the 2014 Clippers owner's racist remarks captured on tape and heard around the world. The series charts the tape's impact on a dysfunctional basketball organization striving to win against their reputation as the most cursed team in the league. Starring Lawrence Fishburne, Jackie Weaver, Cleopatra Coleman, and Ed O'Neill. FX's Clipped, streaming June 4th, only on Hulu. You're listening to Minimalish, a podcast where we talk about simplifying our stuff, our lives, our motherhood, all in a realistic way so that we can make room for what matters. We're not here for perfectly tidy homes or seeing how much we can possibly declutter. We're here for living with less, realistically. It's going to look different for all of us, but we're not really focused on how our version of minimalism looks anyways. We're focused on how it feels. I'm your host, Desiree. I'm a mom to two and on my own journey of living with a little less clutter so I can have more space for an intentional life. I'm no expert and I like to think of this as a corner of the internet where we're learning and growing together. So let's walk towards a more simple and intentional life. Here's this week's episode. Welcome back to Minimalish. And if you are in the US, happy almost Thanksgiving. It is the Wednesday before Thanksgiving. And today I just wanted to bring you something that I've been really thinking about, something that's been on my heart. And I knew I wanted to share it as an episode at at some point. 
And so I thought, what is a better point than this week when maybe you are preparing a dish for Thanksgiving while you're listening to this, or maybe you are trying to block out all the Black Friday sale madness while you're listening to this. I just want to bring you this kind of message that is really meaningful to me and that I want to give to you, I guess. Maybe it's a gift. I don't know. It it was a gift to me when I originally saw the thing that kind of spawned this message. While that all sounds really cryptic now that I'm thinking about it, let's just get into it. So today, I'm going to bring you that message, and I'm also going to read you something from your minimalist holidays, because I think we can say we're officially in the holiday season. Um, whether you think that starts after Thanksgiving or like four weeks ago, we are there. And so I'm going to read you one of my favorite entries from Your Minimalish Holidays as well that deals with creating magic in the holiday season. And then I'm going to give you just a mini encouragement for Black Friday and all the other sales that are going to happen between now and let's begin. About a month ago, I saw a conversation in a minimalism Facebook group that I'm in. And yes, those exist. If you didn't know, there are plenty of Facebook groups dedicated to minimalism out there. Somebody shared a picture in this group of their home, and they said that they've been doing so much decluttering, and I'm not quoting them, by the way, I'm not like quoting them directly. Um, I'm not trying to out them in any way. I'm just giving you kind of a perspective that, that really shifted my perspective. So they said they'd been doing a lot of decluttering, um, but they're still at a loss because things just still get so messy. And that was the gist of their conversation. And they shared a picture of their kitchen countertops. Just, you know, a normal amount of mess on those countertops that might come with a household with several kids and a busy life. And when I saw what they wrote, and when I saw the picture of their cluttered countertops, I felt for them. I could kind of feel the stress in their post. And, and they were maybe throwing their hands up and feeling like, even with decluttering, like there's just too much stuff. And And I just feel really frustrated. And I felt for that because my countertops, they do, they get messy. They get cluttered like that too. And so I felt for this kind of sentiment of, I don't know what to do. Like I'm at a loss. Decluttering has not fully solved the problem. And when we feel that way, at least when I feel that way, sometimes we also can feel like there's something wrong with us, right? (laughs) We feel like we're the problem and what's wrong with us? Why can't we just keep our homes as perfectly tidy as those homes that we see on Instagram? So I got lots of feelings when I saw a couple of group members chime in and comment on their posts. And no, they were not being bullies. They were not being bullies at all. They said something that really just got me. And they said, the picture of your kitchen countertops looks like what my childhood home looked like. Messy, a little cluttered, maybe a lot cluttered, but it was still home. It was still my safe place. It was warm and it was home to the people that loved me. That's what they said. And one of them said something like that. Again, not directly quoting them. Um, And the other one, like someone just chimed in and said, like, I agree entirely with what the person above said. Like, I feel the same way. 
And I didn't go back and look at this post later to see if more people chimed in with the same thoughts. But something shifted in me when I read that because I was like, wow, you know what? Not all of us get to have the experience of a warm home and good parents that raised us. Like, not all of us had a safe space. Not all of us felt loved. But I count myself really lucky because I did. I had a really wonderful childhood. And with Thanksgiving week here, like, I just thought about this message again because I'm just so grateful for that. And it's not lost on me that not everyone gets to have that. That is not what this episode is about, by the way. But guess what? I had a really great childhood and everything, like I just said. But my home looked like that picture that was posted in that group. Cluttered countertops. Clutter, messy home. Like normal, normal messy. Probably what a lot of us might experience in our homes before we declutter with kids or even after we declutter. And maybe we just have a lot going on. A lot of kids, full-time jobs, and it's just a struggle, right? It's a struggle to keep up with everything. My home was that. It was the busy life that my parents led with kids and full-time jobs. And they didn't live minimally. They didn't like adopt minimalism into their life. And there's absolutely nothing wrong with that. I don't even know if people talked about that in the 90s. They maybe didn't have perfect cleaning and tidying systems. And guess what? I do not resent that clutter. I do not resent that mess. Not even for one second. And, like, I'm not trying to say, oh, my house was so messy growing up. My, my parents cleaned my house. It's just that there was clutter. There was excess stuff. And the whole point here is that I don't resent it. Like, I realized that <laughs> in that moment. In fact, on the days when I can't keep up with the pace that I somehow, for some reason, believe that I should, when I don't pick up the toys the minute nap time starts, when I leave dishes in the sink and stuff on the counters till the evening, I am comforted by the fact that, you know what? It's okay. Like, I don't need a perfectly tidy home because I grew up in a home that was not perfectly tidy. And it was a home where I felt loved and cared for. It was my safe place regardless. And I never really thought about the mess. Maybe I thought about it when I was a teenager and I had a messy room that I sometimes had to clean up. Regardless, that that's not what it was about. A home where our kids feel loved and safe and cared for doesn't really have anything to do with how perfectly tidy it is. I wanted to bring you that message today because it's been on my heart for probably a month now, like I said, ever since I saw that post, and I know that so many of us are spinning our wheels. You might have found this podcast because you felt stressed about the state of your home, Maybe you even feel guilty about it, like something's wrong with you because you can't keep up. Your mess does not mean that something is wrong with you. It means that you're putting other things first right now, like you have other priorities that are in the way of maybe getting to clean up every corner of your home. Maybe it means we could use less stuff and better systems. Sure, of course, you know, we could all improve in that way, I'm sure. But that's not really the most important thing, is it? We can get there over time on our own time. We can pursue the home environment that we want. But let's remember what matters most. And 
Uncluttered countertops, that's certainly not what matters most. I think what this post made me realize is that my kids are not really going to, they don't care currently and they're not really going to care in the future, like what the home really looked like. And yes, a peaceful home does create a peaceful environment and, you know, less stuff gives them maybe more ability to actually play with the stuff that they do have. And there's lots of benefits. Obviously, this is a podcast about minimalism and and having less stuff. But the point is, it's just not the most important thing. And it's not the thing that they are going to remember most. And as they are younger, they probably don't even really notice it or care. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. Some dreary November days recently have gotten the best of me. I can easily experience seasonal blues at this time of year. And on top of that, the stress of the holiday season can just add to an overwhelmed feeling. This time of year can just be a lot and it's natural to feel some sadness or anxiety about it. But adding something new and positive to your life can counteract some of those feelings Therapy can be a bright spot amid all the stress and change, something to look forward to, to make you feel grounded, and to give you the tools to manage everything going on. BetterHelp helped me through the pandemic years ago. I've benefited from therapy through my postpartum seasons. It's just been a really helpful part of my life. It's helped me with coping skills, it's helped me learn how to set boundaries, And it's empowered me to be the best version of myself. Therapy is not just for those who have experienced major trauma. If you're thinking of starting therapy, you should give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online. It's designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. You can just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Find your bright spot this season with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash Minimalish today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash Minimalish. So I want to bring you a couple of notes or encouragements based on what I just said, based on that message of this image of a cluttered home bringing out joyful memories in people whose childhood homes looked that way. And I can relate to that because I'm giving you a personal account that that is true and that was true for me. My first point is an encouragement and that is that you are doing a great job. Continue to keep first things first. In our pursuit of less, we sometimes make the outcome more important than it is. We we think that we need to get to this uncluttered home and then we'll be happy with our homes. And we sometimes have an unrealistic outcome of what that uncluttered home would look like in our minds. We're all in different stages of life. We have different energy levels. We're different in the way of some of us have more people in our homes than others. Um, Some of us might have like messier people in our homes Some of us might be messier than the other. So if you're comparing what an uncluttered home for you would look like compared to what you see others sharing, what good is that doing? 
Some of us aren't naturally inclined to be super tidy and some of us are. It's just we're all so different. So the outcome that someone else has might be very unrealistic to you. And we just don't even know what really someone else's home looks like in the middle of just like messy life. We just see the highlight reels if we're looking online or even if we're going over someone's house who is hosting us they're probably cleaning up a little bit to have us over, right? So comparison, I mean, we talk about this all the time on here. It truly is a thief of contentment, a thief of joy, a thief of just being happy with what's in front of us. The pursuit of the perfectly tidy home is exhausting. So what else could you pursue? Because it's not wrong to pursue less clutter, right? So what outcome would be more life-giving? Maybe you are pursuing to have less work within your home. So you're pursuing less stuff so that you can spend less time tidying up your home. Maybe you're pursuing systems that take away some of the mental load of running a home and a family. Or maybe it's just about pursuing contentment not just with what you already have. Like we usually talk about contentment and minimalism. We want to get content so that we stop buying more stuff and bringing it into our homes, but also just being content with our imperfect home. I think we need to strike a balance or just be realistic with the fact of, okay, we may want to have less so that we can have less to manage, but also the reality is There may be mess regardless in the season of life that you're in, and that's okay. So my encouragement for you with this kind of first point here that I probably dragged out a little bit, but I had a lot to say. If you're pursuing less, spend time creating a realistic picture of what a less cluttered home will actually look like for you. And remember that you are doing a good job. And like I said before, keep first things first in your pursuit of less. Okay, my second kind of point or takeaway here is that contentment, peace, and pursuing a present life that is focused on what matters is more important than what your home looks like. Your family will feel where your focus is. You might be slaving away trying to create a perfectly tidy home for them, but are you stressed out because of it? Are you maybe even feeling frustrated or maybe bitterness towards them for the messes that they make? Your home will be a safe space for the people that you love if you make it that, not because it's pristinely tidy. I try to remind myself when my house is a total disaster that mess is a sign of life. Mess is a sign of play. Mess is a sign that there are little hands that I love just running crazy through the house all day. And that fact brings me a whole lot more joy and contentment than the tidy home would. My last takeaway from this image of the imperfect, somewhat cluttered home is how do we learn to rest when we've spent so long spinning our wheels in the name of perfection? And that's not just perfection in our homes, but anything, anything that you just find yourself spinning your wheels and just aiming for perfect. And so I have just a couple of things that are helping me 
stop spinning my wheels, helping me leave the mess be and do something else and actually rest. So the first one that's been helpful for me is to block schedule. It's something I used to do more often and I just started doing it again. I give myself one hour where I focus on house stuff and taking care of my home. And that whole hour is not focused on taking care of my home because I've got lots of distractions um, that come at me during that hour. But in that hour, I'm kind of, you know, taking the distractions as they come and then I'm focusing back in on whatever house tasks that I needed to get taken care of. It's probably more like 20 to 30 minutes just unloading the dishwasher or doing some kind of specific cleaning task that day. But I do it pretty early in the morning just to get it over with. And then the rest of the day, I feel like, okay, well, I accomplished something in my home. It's okay if it ends up as a mess. At least I feel accomplished that, you know, I I did give some of my time to taking care of my home today. Another idea is to schedule in rest. So maybe you live by a schedule and maybe you schedule your days a little too tightly, maybe it's time to start scheduling in rest. I'm not a big schedule person. I do see how this could be helpful that if we are constantly finding that we are not making time for rest, put it on a schedule, set an alarm, (laughs) um, make it a daily thing if you need to, set an alarm to tell yourself like this is rest time, even if it's just 20 minutes of your day. A third idea is to find the things that bring you true rest. And I think this is really important to reflect on. Like what is actually restful for you? What does relax you? What is something that is really just for you? And for me, a couple of things that work for me is taking walks by myself or with my dog. Um, Even with my, even pushing a stroller, it's fine it's still pretty restful. I just enjoy getting outside. Um, And reading is another big one for me that brings me true rest, like reading fiction. So I know we kind of went all over the place there from this image of the messy home with the cluttered countertops to this revelation that our family can still find a safe haven in a home that is not perfectly tidy And our kids probably do not even notice or care. And what matters is that they feel loved. What matters is where our focus is and that we keep it on the most important things. What I hope in me sharing this today is that it will come to you at a time when you really need it during this holiday season when more stuff is going to come in your home and Things might be busier and you might not be able to keep things perfectly tidy and the dishes might go undone for a day and laundry might pile up in a busy season. I hope this message brings you comfort and I hope this message allows you to slow down and be okay with the state of your home, even if it gets messy this season, because your focus is in the right place. And that is not on a perfectly tidy home. Thank you to TN Dickinson's for sponsoring today's episode. TN Dickinson's is the brand families have trusted for gentle and effective personal care, first aid and skincare for over 150 years. 
Their 100% natural clinical grade witch, ha witch hazel gently cleanses, soothes, and treats so many skin needs for the whole family. No matter what life throws your way, you can bet there's tea and Dickinson's for that. Their witch hazel products are so gentle that even new moms can use them to help soothe irritated areas and heal during the postpartum stage. Beyond gently soothing down there, Tian Dickinson's witch hazel products can be easily incorporated into daily skin cleansing or first aid in a new mom's busy day. When it comes down to it, Tian Dickinson's is the definition of witch hazel. It's distilled to remove impurities and to extract the most effective plant elements. It's the only all-natural clinical grade witch hazel that cleanses, soothes, and treats just about anything and is gentle enough to use daily. They also have a alcohol-free moisturizing astringent. So if you're looking for an alcohol-free product, Tian Dickinson's moisturizing astringent is formulated with hyaluronic acid and aloe to hydrate and soothe skin while cleansing. It's perfect for dry, sensitive, and irritated skin. And it's a gentle, effective, multi-benefit product that's suitable for everyone in the family. Tian Dickinson's products are available on Amazon and at major retailers including Walgreens, Walmart, Target, CVS, and Rite Aid. Okay, shifting gears. Today, another thing I wanted to do is, like I said, this can be a stressful time of year. It can be a busy time of year. And so... I want to shift my topic just a little bit. We're going to talk about the holidays because I want to read you another one of the daily readings from your minimalish holidays. I've read a couple of these so far, mostly from the decluttering challenge um, on the podcast here. There are 30 days of your minimalish holidays, which is the 30 day guided journal that I created for the holiday season to help you have a more intentional holiday season. Focus on what matters to you. Today, I'm going to read you day 27, so we're going almost to the end of the 30 days because this one was really meaningful to me. I think it's really important, and I think it goes along with what we were talking about earlier. When it comes to spinning our wheels, trying to create this perfectly tidy home, there are other ways that we do that as moms, right? And during the holidays, one of the ways might be to try to create magic and make the holiday season perfect for all of the people around us. So day 27 of your minimalish holiday talks about this idea. And the title of the reading that day is, It'll be magical even if it's not perfect. So I'm going to read this day 27 to you. And I hope that if you're listening to this, episode while you were doing dishes or doing laundry or something like that. I kind of hope just for this, you'll go find a corner of your couch to cozy up on, maybe buy a Christmas tree if you put that up already, something like that. Just give yourself a moment of rest like we just talked about as I read this. Okay, here it goes. I've mentioned the magical holiday seasons of my childhood a couple of times throughout this journal. I'm beyond grateful for the holiday experiences I had growing up. But now that I'm an adult, I can look back and know there was also stress involved in creating that level of magic. I'm sure my mom doesn't regret going above and beyond. She still, to this day, loves going all out for her grandkids. I do remember, though, sensing some stress from my parents in the midst of all this magic making. It involved my dad trying to tell my mom she was doing too much, 
usually while we are rushing to get ready for Christmas Eve activities. Especially as moms, we tend to sacrifice our peace in the effort of magic making during this season. Sometimes we even sacrifice enjoying the holidays ourselves along the way. What are your magic making efforts taking from you? Your peace? Your energy? Your sanity? Your financial stability? Here's what I'm learning in my six short years of parenting so far. Simplifying things makes room for more magic. A smaller pile under the tree makes room for less overstimulation, less stress on our wallets, and more intentional play. Less magic-making efforts on our part makes room for our kids to find their own magic. Truly the simplest traditions, the least planned out moments, end up being the sweetest, most memorable. You do not have to do it all. You do not have to find a way to make the pile even larger under the tree this year. You don't have to attend every event. You don't have to string every light and decorate every corner. You don't have to host a party or make sure your kids get to the local light show. You don't have to have holiday-themed snacks every day of December or do a holiday pancake breakfast like that influencer you follow does. Even the list of things you wrote out on your holiday yes list earlier in the journal, the season will still be magical if some of those things don't happen. When it comes to making the holiday season magical for our kids, we can probably agree that there are parts of it that we really enjoy and want to do, and there are parts of it that stretch us thin. This year, what if you decided to stop doing the things that drain you and focus more on the things that won't stress you out? I'd argue that you'd end the season less stressed out, and the most magical season comes from less stressed out, more present parents. Today, reflect on the pressure you feel to make this season magical. What parts of the magic making do you love? What is most important to you and your kids? Most importantly, what can you let go of? Because nobody can do it all and still be left standing insane by the end of the season. Okay, so one of the reasons I wanted to read this to you is because I feel like it goes along so well with the sentiment that I was sharing earlier. What if we just decided to stop spinning our wheels for the things that drain us, whether it is trying to pick up our entire house like all day long or trying to make the holidays extremely magical, trying to do all the holiday things, trying to make every holiday event happen? What if we realized that we are allowed to slow down and enjoy this season as well? And our kids are going to be better for it when we are less stressed out. We always think that we're doing all of this for our kids. And I mean, that's where our heart is, right? When we're doing all of these things. But giving them less stressed out parents is one of the best options, I think. So whether that is because you have let go of the dream of a perfectly uncluttered and tidy home, or it is because you've let go of all the responsibility of this holiday magic making. The less stressed out version of us is one of the best things that we can give our kids. And I'm speaking from experience. I am preaching to myself. I stress myself out over these things too. And I have to continue to remind myself to keep the focus on what matters and let go of the excess. 
Okay, the last thing I want to do today is just have a little chat about Black Friday, Cyber Monday, all of the all of the sales, not just this weekend, but beyond because they will continue until Christmas. So I thought I would just bring you just some quick tips to navigate these sale days because I these sales get the best of me as well. So I'm going to just share what helps me to not give in to all of the excess buying. So the first and probably the best armor against Black Friday and all the sales is to make a list and stick to it and don't browse. It's not about like not shopping Black Friday because why not shop sales if you're already shopping for Christmas gifts anyways. But it is just to have a list and don't allow yourself to just browse all these lightning deals just because and and then you'll you'll find things I'm sure if you browse the lightning deals you'll find things that you were like oh I wanted that once and now it's on sale might as well get it right so don't do that to yourself um the second thing is to leave things in your cart okay so if they are not something that is like immediately on your list but you're thinking about getting it leave it in your cart and even if it goes beyond the Black Friday sale price and you don't get that sale price and you leave it in your cart or your save for later on Amazon or wherever, you leave it there and the next time there's a sale on it, you can decide, oh, did I actually need that? Because it, there's probably going to be another sale on it like in two days or two weeks or something like that. And when I say leave it in your cart, I mean like the saved for later area of your cart. Because I don't know. I think things get removed from your cart eventually on some websites. Three is to remember that not all of these sales are actually sales. Sometimes it's just like a marketing scheme. They rack up the actual price to make it look like a sale or it's it's something that is going to go on that same sale down the road. There's really a push this time of year for like big discounts on household things. And I don't know about you, but it's hard to think about buying like Christmas gifts for people and then also trying to buy some kind of house appliance or TV that I feel like I maybe need a new one of at the same time. So I don't really know how to <laughs> how to put that encouragement into like a catchy phrase. But basically what I'm trying to say is, you know, sales come and go. There will be another sale and it might be a better time for you to buy like the robot vacuum <laughs> in a few months than right now when you're also trying to buy Christmas gifts. This time of year, there's so much push to just buy everything that you absolutely ever wanted. Why does this time of year have to be about that? Like, what what is the purpose of that? What is that going to achieve for you? I'll tell you, it's not going to achieve lasting happiness. <laughs> and it's definitely not going to get us closer to a less cluttered home. And I'm laughing because I have fallen into this over and over. So I... I have learned from experience. So those are just my three quick encouragements. And you know, maybe this is the year where you're like, I'm not going to even shop anything on Black Friday. I'm just going to keep myself away from it because it is too much for me. And you know what? Like I said, the sales will be continuing. Maybe Black Friday is too much and it's too tempting for you to get on those websites and see all those lightning deals. Maybe in a couple of weeks or like closer to Christmas 
or after Christmas even, there are things that you're looking for and and you can shop those sales and not feel as triggered to buy a bunch of stuff because it's been a habit of years in the past. And so maybe this is the year where you say, you know what, I'm not going to do it. And maybe you go for a small business Saturday instead and head to a local small shop and just get some locally made gifts and support the people right in your neighborhood. However it is that you decide to spend your time and money on Black Friday, I'm just cheering you on and sticking to your values and your plan on Black Friday and beyond in this sale season. All right, friends, that is all I have for today's episode. I hope that it was encouraging to you. I hope it was helpful for you in some way. And I hope that if you're in the U.S., I hope you have a wonderful Thanksgiving. I hope you have a wonderful kickoff to the holiday season. And I really hope, whether or not you are celebrating Thanksgiving this week, that you find some rest in what I shared today and that you allow yourself to rest. If you did enjoy this episode, would you share it with a friend or share it on Instagram or wherever you like to share things? I would be so grateful if you did that. Helps get more eyes and ears on the show. And with Thanksgiving week here, I mean, I say it every week, but can I mean it double on Thanksgiving week that I'm just really grateful that you're here. Whether you have been listening for five years or you have just started listening, I'm just thankful for you. So happy Thanksgiving to you, and I will talk to you right back here again on the next episode. Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the roaring 20s. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.